Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're going to Comic-Con in San Diego. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G! Ah! Nerds, hear me! Comic-Con is not a place for David Schwimmer and is bad even for NBC sitcom. It's a place where people like us could be ourselves. So your Comic-Con uh, weekend has been how? It's you been. Done? You've how, done? how has it been? <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Another thing to clip in the reel of you saying dumb things. You know what, Kevin? I had to tell you this, but I, I've had a crush on your voice since forever. Now that you see me. Uh, now that I see you, I don't anymore. But still, I, I still like you. I'll still listen to you. If I shut my eyes, will you talk to me all day? Oh, no, I will not. <laughs> don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Good morning. Welcome to Poop Doctor. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Call right now and we'll get right back to it. And now. So your Comic-Con uh, weekend has been how? This is America, isn't it? Then I don't have to answer stupid questions while standing on my own property. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Friday morning, the 19th of July. What's up, kids? You guys, two days in a row. He knows what month it is. I think Mm -hmm. we have a problem uh, with Dave Bean, Mm -hmm. our producer for a long time. That you don't find him sexually attractive? Is that the problem? (laughs) That was a different conversation. Because that was what I learned today is I like Dave, but not enough to have sex with him. (laughs) It's essentially what I heard. This is uncomfortable. (laughs) You don't like this conversation? No, You should definitely get in touch with HR, I'll tell you that, Dave. It's worse than that. And that is that he's that guy who starts Mm -hmm. swinging... And clapping and hitting his head mm-hmm. and, and hitting paperwork and knocking things over on the table and swearing there's some type of animal, some kind of bird, uh, mosquito, insect. I don't know what it is because yeah. none of the rest of us can see it. Yeah. So he's having a grand mal seizure over there. Yes. And the rest of you are just looking at just clear skies. Pretty much, yeah. Listen, guys. I'm just giving you a heads up. It's mm. early. Yeah. There's bugs flying around. I don't, but There's none of no us bugs. see those bugs. No bugs. We're indoors. What are, you, what are you on, Dave? Because there are some drugs that you take where that's one of the symptoms is that you what? feel like there are flies what? around you. I don't know. I, sh- I did get a drink from what a stranger is, last night. What drug what is drug that? What drug is that? I don't know what it is, but there, you, you, you hallucinate. You see things. And, okay. one, and that's one of the common things that you see is that you're being swarmed. Like mushrooms? Like, like acid? Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the drug like, is. Try but... them all and then get back to us on Monday. <laughs> like math? Now, is this... Like are you really guys there... Cocaine? 
are you guys there to work for like, Comic-Con, or is it a, a lover's vacation for Kevin and Dave? Because I saw the video of you guys golfing together yesterday, and I thought, cool. they're just having a romantic weekend away. That's all that's happening here. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> Dave and I don't get enough snuggle time back at the station. Right. So. It's hard. It's hard with it all is. those people You around. know, it was really nice when Kevin was showing me, giving me lessons and saying, it's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Yeah, that wasn't on the video, though. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't like it here. Was it a separate video that they yes, made? Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, were you golfing off of an aircraft carrier? Yes. Tell me that, about that. That was awesome. Well, there's an aircraft carrier, and we were golfing off the top of it. <laughs> that was a great, well-crafted story. Yeah. Thank you. Now, I got that much. I, I wanted see, okay, I more details. Like, where are you? You're not hitting the balls out into the water, are you? You are. Yes, you're hitting them out in the water. And they have a little barge out there that's uh-huh. sort of like it has targets to hit. Uh-huh. And so you hit it off of the aircraft carrier, and then the ball, you know, either goes into that target or into the ocean. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then do they have the frogmen or something that they hire to go to collect all the all the balls from the bottom of the sea? No, they tried to get those biodegradable balls, but then they asked the people here in San Diego, and they said, no, it sort of throws off the balance of things. Mm-hmm. So they said, We're, we may lighter than normal and they float and then they hired a company on jet skis and they're just like all going all over the place really? picking them all up how fun would that how, job they, be? he said they were so psyched yeah they loved it <laughs> and then we started trying to hit them and of course well, we don't have course. that kind of control yeah. but yeah started throwing them at them though and that was pretty good yeah of course yeah you want to throw things at employees at a business no it's either. a it's a uh, super bizarre situation to find yourself in golfing off of an aircraft carrier yeah, it's not something you ever expect you're going to wake up and do. That's for sure. All right. Well, very interesting. I, I know there are many more stories to be told, including uh, you guys being on the floor yesterday, which mm-hmm. is always uh, mind-blowing to see all the stuff that's there. Yeah. But let's start with uh, this. Uh, you knew eventually we were going to have to uh, talk about the uh, the poor 66-year-old public servant who got fired because he loved Tupac too much. Now, I know you guys have seen this story. But are you headline many times? Mm -hmm. I can't wait to read it. Are you, Ali? I know you've seen it. Are you Mm -hmm. like me, feeling that there's a lot being left out of the news reports on this? Every single story, I'm like, you're leaving out the biggest chunk. Like, how often was he doing it? Why? What did it entail? Who is this man? It's so bizarre. Well, he works. He worked for the worked for the Iowa Department for Human Services, and they provide services to the poor and to senior citizens, and they work with people with addictions and disabilities. His name is Jerry Foxhoven. He is a retired law professor, and he was the head of the agency. He also is an obsessed Tupac Shakur fan, which may surprise you that he's a retired law professor who's 66 years old and Tupac is his man. Those two do not seem to go together, No. No. Um, He held weekly Tupac Friday listing sessions at the DHS office. He celebrated his 65th birthday with a Tupac um, party, basically, um, with a cake and cookies that had Tupac's face on it and the phrase thug thug life (laughs) on the cookies. Um, If it were just a once a year thing, though, I think people may have looked the other way. But apparently over the course of his employment at the Iowa Department of Human Services, he shared... Tupac-related information in over 350 emails to his colleagues, including the whole agency, where he would send out something about Tupac to the whole agency. Are you kidding me? Yes, 350 times. 
And some of the examples are like somebody would write in and say, you know, they're looking for career advice. And he would write back and go, here's a line from Tupac that inspires me at DHS. And then he would quote lyrics. That would be his that would be his answer back to the person on career advice. For instance. I would hate that guy. Would you? Yeah, I think so. The first week, I'd be fascinated. I, I want to spend time with him, talk to him, eat lunch. Mm-hmm. Second week, out. His final email as director of the agency, which was sent to the entire 4,300 colleagues, reminded readers that the upcoming Sunday was not just Father's Day, but also Tupac's birthday. And it ended on the lyric, pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means you're two steps ahead. So this guy was really spreading the gospel of Tupac. Right. He really loved him. Mm. So it was not universally shared in the workplace. At least one employee had complained um, about his obsession. Others, though, thought it was inspiring, and they thought it was great. But he was asked to resign on June 17th, which was right after he sent out the mass email about Tupac's birthday. And the uh, the governor of Iowa will not say whether his abrupt departure had anything to do with his fixation on Tupac or not. Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's a real question mark there. Yeah. Well, that is a I question think- mark. I think the email that he sent, um, some guy said, I need some time off. Um, My wife is pregnant. We need some time um, for the baby. And he wrote back, first off, F your bitch and the click you claim. And I was like, that's weird. (laughs) It does seem. It's just a weird reaction. Seems aggressive. I didn't say, yeah, see that one, Ali. Tupac, it's called Hit Him Up, everybody, that if you want does, to. That does make a difference. I did not see that one. Yeah, that but, one was aggressive. But we talk sometimes about how people get fired and you feel like it was, this was the last straw. Like yeah. they already oh, yeah. did. Like if he was doing a great job with the agency, maybe they would have put up with this. No, everyone hated that guy. He's, he's something's, something's off with him. Yeah. Too much something's Tupac? very off. Yeah. Um, two things. One is... We have to do a phone topic of people that you know that will not shut up about a thing. Oh, my God. Like, like I can't, I can't think of anyone. Neither can I, soccer boy. Uh, <laughs> and two is, Taylor. do you think that they will hire a hologram to replace this guy to do the job? Mm. See what you did? Because I see. that was well-crafted. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. So there you go. R.I.P. Tupac guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Abito, shall we? This man lying to you. Y'all been taking the cleaners. You believe this son of a bitch? This son of a bitch hasn't even talked yet. All right, let's see what you got. Keep it 100 because it's Friday. Love that. Uh, Air, Airbnb nightmares this is one of the ways people, you know, house when they come down to San Diego for Comic-Con. And sure. they can be great. Mm-hmm. And then they can be not as great. Mm-hmm. A lot of times um, you don't get what you thought you were going to get from the pictures. Correct, yes. Yeah. Uh, Bean has Bean makes his guess on the mm-hmm. program. Our cell phones are listening to us. Did you guys know that? Uh, yeah, I've been telling you guys this for years no, and no one listens to me. I wish you would have said something. We have a TCL TV and soundbar giveaway again today because TCL is uh, kind enough to be our sponsor down here in San Diego and we uh, love working with them. We have Cheers with Beer Mug and we have Mark Marin and we have DMC. Whoa. Run DMC? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. The King of yes. Rock. <gasps> Crazy. <sniffs> That's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I want to thank assistant producer Christine for doing the research. Uh, here's what Dave is on, you guys. He's on crystal <laughs> meth.
Oh, oh crystal okay, meth mm-hmm. is what creates a delusional okay. um, parasitosis, which is a condition characterized by an individual's mistaken deep-seated belief that he has a serious parasite or insect infestation. That's a thing? That is a thing. Wow. And that's what Dave has because he's insisting that he is being swarmed by flies this morning and you guys are in the same room and see nothing. No flies. But so, he's also on heroin because he's very low energy. <laughs> There's got to be a mix going on there. So crystal meth, guys. That's what Dave's that? on today. So All now right. we know. The more you know. All right, Allie, take it away with our first What's Happening here on this Friday. It's Friday, first yeah, of all. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Chip. Um, by the way, we've been giving stuff away all week and nothing for these 5 a.m. people. So I want to hook you up for a happy Friday, you guys. You're going to get a pair of passes to the K-Rock advanced screening of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yay! Kids love it. You're going to see it at Arclight Hollywood on July 23rd. You're not going to be one of those losers that has to wait till July 26th to see it. You're seeing it a full three days before that. We're talking Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and of course, directed by Quentin Tarantino. It was PG and there was Bush in it. Okay, um... Not sure. Hell if, of a review. If that's a, that's a good review, but big colors one through five right now, and you're going to get a pair of passes to the K Rock advanced advanced screening of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at ArcLight Hollywood, July 23rd. I literally in my head was like, wait, that's correct. Because when it's like 20 through, I 24. would say 20 through 25, and you're like, we have six tickets. Right. Happening. I'm like, no, that's five. Correct. But you're safe with one through five. You guys. Yeah. It is not good. 1-800-520-1067. Colors 1 through 5. You're going to go. You guys, Tom Cruise surprised Hall H yesterday here at Comic-Con because he crashed the Terminator Dark Fate panel. Walked in. He's like, guys want to see the Top Gun Maverick trailer? (laughs) Do you think the people from Terminator were like, F you, Tom. This is our time. I assume they knew it was happening. Yeah, I think they knew. What if they were like, "Uh, we don't have the trailer, Tom. This is ours. That would be amazing. (laughs) he just sacks it out? Or he just leaves. He's like, okay, cool. I got bad information. Sorry. Have fun, you guys. Uh, Bad info. Bad info. It's (laughs) it's Hulgy. This is why people go to Comic-Con. Yeah. Is because stuff like this happens every year that you mm-hmm. don't know about that just blows your mind, and yes. it's worth being there because you get to see it. Of course, you know the rest of us saw it eight minutes later online, but still, sure. it was cool. But those eight thousand people has to be in so cond- condescending. H, yes, they saw it first, and they saw Tom. Yeah. Of course, if you were sitting like towards the back, you couldn't really see him. Like Tiny. row two Tiny. or further back. Oh, I see what These you did. Are really small. He was also a surprise guest last night on Conan. Did you guys watch the Top Gun Maverick trailer? I did. I did. Is Tom Cruise Benjamin Buttons? He never ages, if that's what He's you're asking. So young. Good point, yeah. It's insane. But did you uh did you guys notice what I noticed? Well, I don't know what you noticed. There appears to be a volleyball scene. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I did, I did yeah. see that. Yeah. It flew by pretty quickly. Yeah, it and I was, was like, quick. It oh, was it's quick, there. But I'm like, there, there it is. Not if not if you slowed Ooh. it down like I did, it didn't. Oh, all right. <laughs> what did you guys think of the trailer? I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. I think it looks great. Yeah. We're not getting get, uh, get into the absolute abomination that is the Cats trailer right I thought now. that looked fantastic. There's no way I you did. thought. All right, what drug am I on then? I, there's no drug that would make you think that Cats trailer looked fantastic. I thought it looked great. Kevin. Okay, hold on. What's happening? Hold on. I don't know anything about Cats. Okay. I don't like Cats as an animal. Uh-huh. I don't care about the play. Right. I don't know the storyline. I know okay. nothing about it. 
And yeah. then I saw that cast person by person, except for Taylor Swift. They're all amazing. Amazing How dare cast. you, first of all. Amazing and Jennifer cast. Hudson. Amazing singing singer. that song. They should put that song in something. That's a great song. I, I think it's in, it's, it's in Cats. It's from Cats. I think it's, I know, it's from the trailer. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying no, no, no. put it's it in something the else. The musical, Cats. yeah. I yeah. thought it looked good. No? Oh. Am I crazy? It looked like a fever dream. Yes, well, of okay. course. Yeah, that's why you liked it. No, I thought it looked insane. I will say... insane. Can't wait to see it? Can't wait never to see it okay. and never to talk about it again. Bean it thoughts? Did, it did break the internet yesterday with people who were like, what the F is this? Wow, I'm just a lot of people opposite. had a lot of questions about it. Well, we should talk about it later. We're going to talk about it later. When we um, have time. We should, work, later, we should work that in. Will you guys allow me later, once we bring it up and let's talk about it, that I'd like to see I hate it? No, and I then would, just, just allow that, and just I, as if it happened the first listen, time. Listen, Kevin, you were bitten by a spider. <laughs> you had surgery. You had a weird. It was a horrible thing. You've had a skin graft on your head. Mm-hmm. You also had an extremely long day yesterday. Right. right. I would like for you to watch it during one of these breaks, just with fresh eyes. I'm just gonna say, I'll I'll just start by saying, could you guys believe that trailer? That was trash. No, no, no. We will replay this. If I'd you, rather if you could oh. cut him saying Come that on, it was I'm, great and he can't wait to I'm, see it. Just but asking for a favor. With fresh eyes. Would you watch it again? Sure. Okay. Guys, people will, I mean, the movie will be a hit, and people will go see it. I think people will see it. I don't know yeah. if it'll be a hit. Yeah, but I guess. I was right. very, very impressed by the cast. But okay, then It's a great cast. I wasn't, hadn't really and a great director, too. Yeah. 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 Okay. What if I became a, a Broadway actor? What? Oh, it's quite the leap. Uh huh. All right, maybe right? you I was won't in cats. Be Wait, you like to trailer? Eyes. You like to trailer uh, from a movie, and now you might be a Broadway actor. I'm saying, what if everything's possible, being it's America? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's going to be a long day. As long as yesterday, do you think? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Uh, speaking of Top Gun, happy birthday to Anthony Edwards. You've got the guitarist from Queen, Brian May, Benedict Cumberbatch. All right. The best. So good in everything. Love him. And Jared Padalecki and Sean Dawson, the YouTuber. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm very disappointed that Allie has never brought up to us that we should be careful what microphones we have near us. She seems to have known it. Why yeah, not she doesn't share, share with us. Why not I mean, share? She never said, uh, don't get the ring. She never said, don't get the Roomba. She never said, make sure to put the, the tape on your uh, on your uh, your phone and your computer's mm-hmm. camera. Yeah. She never said that every electronics device in your life is eavesdropping on you. Mm-hmm. But uh, there have been a couple of stories lately and a couple of examples lately within our own group that are making me start to think that something's going on a little nice. bit. I'm sorry, you're just starting to think that? Just now, yes. I have literally been saying this since I joined the show. Cover your camera on your computer. Mm-hmm. Don't talk near your Roomba. It's listening. <laughs> and at first, yeah, I seemed crazy. But now, guess what? I have been right crazy. about everything. Alexa, listening to you all the time. She Right now, at home, Alexa's like... <laughs> Because she's listening, that bitch. <laughs> uh, your TV is also listening to you. All the time. Your phone is 100% listening to you, whether yes. you're on it or not, right? Yes. So any conversation that you're at, Well, Dave, let's bring uh, King of Mexico in here. Because, oh, Dave, hey you guys. have had two very recent examples that can really kind of not be explained any other way, right? Insane. So I was talking to Jensen in our office, and he talks to me about, uh, we're talking about a new show on HBO called uh, Los Espookies. This is before it came out, right? Great I've, show. I've never heard of it. I like the show. Knew nothing of it. Little uh, later that day, 
an ad comes up on my Instagram. El Spooky's premiering this Friday. And I was like, holy crap. Okay, but I, I get it. I, I watch a lot of HBO shows, so mm-hmm. maybe it was a coincidence. Timing-wise, it, it makes sense, too, because they're promoting it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so okay, sense. so that one's a little sketchy, but all right, whatever. You just thought it was weird that like an hour after you had an out loud conversation. Of something I didn't know about. Didn't like, know about it, and then yeah. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. boom, there it is boom, in your feet. Okay. Is. But right. this one was freaky. So my phone is in my pocket. We're driving in my girlfriend's car, and we're talking to her friend and sh- through the Bluetooth speaker. She starts talking about this thing called Resort Pass, which I had no idea about, where mm-hmm. you could go book a, a, a pool session at a hotel, right? Nothing. Five hours later, I'm on the couch scrolling, boom, an ad on Instagram stories for Resort Pass. There's an actual... Is that right? It's... So the microphone on your phone is on at all times. The phone it? was in my pocket. Mm-hmm. How is it? Yep. How, how did it... Huh? How yeah. do you explain that? It's creepy as hell. It's awful. I will I will say this in case people don't believe this. Who goes camping less than me? No one. No one. But having a conversation with a friend whose husband was going camping, she's like, we had to look for these tents because he wanted the specific one and blah, blah, blah. The next day, looking for a tent? No, I am not looking for a tent. People die out there in the wilderness. And on my phone because weird things are happening. They're listening all the time. I don't like that. That is bizarre yeah. that it's that quick a turnaround. Yeah. That's Do you crazy. guys yeah. think this is it's it's clearly AI, right? That's sure. doing it. Because there's so yeah, there's no way or... humans are able to monitor that many calls. So right. there's just some sort of uh, it just feeds into a computer that then spits back what it thinks you're interested in. Yep. Right. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you who's denying this mm-hmm. is the head of Instagram. Oh, of did, course. Of the course. head of Instagram sure. who, who did his name is Adam Masseri. He did a sit down he very rarely does interviews by the way, mm-hmm. but he did a sit down interview with Gail King at CBS television. And he was asked about that. And I think we have a couple of clips from the interview. So let's see if we can tell he's lying. Can you help me understand how I can be having a private conversation with someone about something I'm interested in seeing or buying and an advertisement for that will pop up on my Instagram feed? I haven't searched for it. I haven't talked to anybody about it. I swear I think somebody, I think you guys are listening. I know I, you're going to say you're not. I get this question all the time. But then tell me how I it happens. It. I get how it. does it happen? I got it the other day because someone said, I was talking to my friend. Yes. And I didn't even have my phone near me. That was me. And then I got the ad. That was me. There's two ways that can happen. One is dumb luck, which can happen. Boo. 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 Wrong. The second is... Repeatedly, but go ahead. Repeatedly. The second <laughs> is you might be talking about something because... It's top of mind because you've been interacting with that type of content more recently. So maybe you're really into food and restaurants. Yeah. You saw a restaurant on Facebook or on Instagram. You maybe like the thing. It's top of mind. Maybe that's subconscious and then it bubbles up later. Adam's okay. talking to her like she's stupid. Gail King isn't stupid. Right. No, no Gail King owned him, by the oh, way. Uh, option three. Option three is they're listed. Yeah. But yes, look, correct. I mean, there's no way it's dumb luck that resort pass nope. comes up or tents no. come up for no. Allie. And there's no way it was in, there's there's no way, there's no other way to explain it, right? So what should we be doing, Allie? I guess this is, this is my question is it's one thing to point out a problem. It's another thing to go, well, this is the world we live in. We're not going to not have a phone. What should we be worried about it? And if so, what should we do about it? 
Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I've got a five-point plan that I would like to talk to you guys about today. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth to my, Warren. <laughs> to my TED Talk. No, I don't have an idea You've of what to do. You've been talking about this whole time. We figured but, you had a big plan. No, but for my computer, because I know people are watching you constantly through your computer, you have to put a screen cover on that. Absolutely. Your camera light will not light up, and they can still be watching you. Oh, yeah. You. They're watching yeah. you all the time. Trust and me. it's an easy hack. It's creepy. Put the same cover on your phone. Maybe the simple thing would be deny access to the microphone so every time though you'd want to shoot video you would have to like do that over every single time but i still feel like even if you deny access to the microphone there's a way around it it's just it's all very creepy here's the thing though instagram who owns instagram is it uh oh facebook Facebook. (laughs) who's been lying to us for Ever. They've been solid with privacy solid. issues. Right? Solid okay. with the lies. And oh, then, lies. oh, oops, sorry about that. We've got it taken care of. Oh, oops, sorry about that. Oh, Cambridge Analytica? No idea what that. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> They're shady as hell. But I'm not giving up Instagram. So you got me. You got That's me. it. So they win. Yeah, they we, win. We've decided that they can have all the information in the world about us just mm-hmm. so we can, A, make... Uh, funny photos of ourselves looking old mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and and B because we're just not going to give up our devices so we just it's a, it's the the deal with the devil that we've all agreed to I think so all right it's the Kevin and Bean show K-Rock worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now, in honor of TCL, who are sponsoring our broadcast here at Comic-Con, we would like to give away another 55-inch TCL 5 Series TV and a TCL Alto 7 Plus soundbar. That is a fantastic combination. This game is called One Man Show. It's the One Man Show. Act out scenes you know. Just give it a go, but don't you blow. Oh, oh. Get in character, be a serious actor. It's time for the one man show. Whoa, whoa. I'm not an actor, but you, co- comedic wise, like, I mean, right? You, you take serious roles, comedic roles, but I mean, it's that's that's the arts right there. You know, right. laughter, sad, cry, acting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um. Anything on your TV. I guess it can be TV shows or movies, right? Whatever you're watching on your brand new TCL TV, you just act out all the parts and somebody will win the hardware. Who's our first contestant, please? Alfonso and Chatsworth. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you guys doing? We are good. We're great. What are you going to be performing for us today on One Man Show? Okay, so this is from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and it's a scene where... His estranged father comes to visit him, oh, and no. then he ends up yes. he ends up, yes. he ends up leaving him. So this is sure. this is the end scene, kind of towards the end. Why are you going to make oh, us all cry oh, on a Friday? Come on! That, that, that was the only scene that came, that came to mind. I so love it. Let me, I love it. Oh, okay. no. Alfonso, go ahead. Okay, here it goes. I'm gonna have me a whole bunch of kids. And I'm gonna be a better father than he ever was. And I'll show it how I don't need him for that because there ain't a damn thing he can teach me about how to love my kids. Oh, how come you don't want me, man? And scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that show. 
not going to lie. I teared up a little bit. I did too, Alfonso. All right, Alfonso is in the lead. We're doing knockout round. Let's say hi to Lindsay Wescovina up next on Kirok. I think she's going with a movie. Hey, Lindsay. Hi. Uh, very tough to beat the scene from Fresh Prince, but you're going to try. What I scene know, you... man. That was like full drama. Yeah, that was real, real good. What scene are you going to be doing for us? Uh, I'm going to go uh, with a classic. We're going to do Goonies. Mm-hmm. We're going to Wishing Well. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So uh... so at the end of it, just like uh, Alfredo did, Alfonso did say, and <laughs> scene. This one. This one right here. This is my wish. My dream. And it didn't come true. So I'm taking them back. I'm taking them all back. <laughs> and scene. And scene. It's the one man show. It was very good. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still an Alfonso man, though. Let me ask you guys a question, though, because this is important. Yeah. Are we voting Alfonso because of that scene? Uh, the way or because delivered. of his performance. Of also, I think it's I think his performance. It's so weird that his name is Alfonso and he's doing something from Fresh Prince. Yeah. Right? That is yeah. right. Oh, my uh, God. Is it Alfonso Ribeiro? I liked Lindsay very much, but, you know, we got to pick between the two, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, I'm going Alfonso. Who's next? Uh, Michael in San Diego. Good morning. Hey, guys. Uh, He's in the room with us, I think. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're in San Diego. Why don't you come on down? Oh, he really is. I heard an echo. literally across the room. I heard an echo in the room, and I was like, that guy's here. Hey, come on up. Come on up, because we're getting feedback. He's on the phone. He's talking. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. All right, so we're going to have Michael live, I guess, okay, in San yeah. Diego. That was he's, weird. He's walking up here. All right, he's been okay. disconnected here from his is. phone, though. All right. Hello, Michael. Hi. Uh, what scene are you going to do? From what show? I'm going to do a scene from The Office, mm-hmm. the part where Holly Flax believes that Kevin is mentally disabled and tries to help him with the vending machine. Come oh, on! I'm going to say right now, your father's raising you right. This is perfection. <laughs> Great All right. scene. All right, let's hear it, Michael. Hey, Kevin. Hi. So, what are you going to get? Well, I really like pretzels, but I also really like chips. (laughs) Well, let's see. You have a quarter and a dime, and this is a button. (laughs) So, you have... 35 cents, which means you can get anything from the top row. Hmm. I am so gonna bang Holly. <laughs> she's cute, she's sweet, and she seems into me. And scene. The yeah. scene! That was a tour de force performance. Wow. Great. Wow. It was really, I'm sorry, yeah. Alfonso. We're going to have to let you go. Yeah. I think Michael Beat moved it, on to Alfonso. the next round. Yeah, that was uh, All right. That was emotional. Yeah, it w- you should see it in person. How yeah. old are you? I'm 15. 15 years old. That was the, amazing. The range and playing two parts. Yeah, and <laughs> one of them a woman, by the way. All right, we got time for a couple more. Who do you want to go to? Uh, let's do Rob in Newport Beach. Good morning. What's up, party people? What's up? Well, there's a lot of competition here in the room in San Diego, but Rob, you're going to try to take the crown here. What scene? What show? Uh, I'm going to do a scene from that classic TV show, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Oh, all right. All right. Anything we need to know? If not, go ahead. Uh, Just back and forth between uh, He-Man and Skeletor. Okay. All right. Out of my way, He-Man. You will never interfere with my fans of Ruli Tania. 
Skeletor. You and your minions better retreat if you know what's good for you. If you know what's good for you, you blubbering boob, Castle Grace shall retire the king, and you are not it. <laughs> By the power of Greystall. What are you waiting for? Beastman, Merman, attack! End scene. It's the one man show. I mean, right? Wow. The voices, is, by the way. This has been overwhelming. The voices it's too, it's were too amazing. Much. too much. Everybody's great. But do we bump Michael? I am not I am not gonna look at him if I mean you're Michael's about to sitting bump him. right next to Allie. Literally. So it's uncomfortable. This is Let's awkward. you know what? We have a rare opportunity here that we have a live audience in front of us. Let's okay. let them decide. Rob on the phone or Michael in the room, you guys. First Rob on the phone. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, Rob. Beat it, Rob. Rob, that was fantastic. So All right. Good. Let's do one more and let's make it Jesse and Pomona, please. Line seven. Jesse, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Can you beat Michael and win the hardware? Um, I don't know. I wasn't expecting the, anybody to do the office. Right. Pretty tough. Pretty tough. All right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to miss. All right. What are you going to do? I'm going to do a scene from The Simpsons. Okay. It's uh, an episode where uh, they all think Mr. Burns is an alien. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you're really bringing the energy, too. Like, you are psyched for this. <laughs> it started yet, Bean? Sorry, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay. Don't be nervous, man. You're among friends. All right. Here's Jesse with a scene Bean from the Simpsons. insults him yeah. greatly and then says, don't be nervous. You're among friends. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. I bring you love. Is that the love between a man and a woman, or the love between a man for a fine Cuban cigar? Uh, I bring you love. Oh, it brings us love. Kill him! Stop, stop, it's Mr. Burns. Oh, it's Mr. Burns. Kill him! End scene. Is Yoda in that It's the one-man show. <laughs> Was Yoda in that scene? I'm going to say that uh, Jesse uh, delivered. He did. He was great. Mm-hmm. But I think Michael is over. And congratulations, Michael. And yeah. congratulations to Michael. A 55-inch TCL 5 Series TV and TCL Alto 7 Plus soundbar from TCL America's fastest growing TV brand. Congratulations, Michael. Thank you so much for being here at Comic-Con in San Diego with us. And thanks for playing One Man Show. It's the One Man Show. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. President Dick Nixon is my first guess. You don't even know what the category is yet, Kevin. <laughs> I know. I know, but what, how, what if it works and I, and I get a point? That would be amazing. I'm a freaking genius. It would be amazing. It would also be your first point this year, that's I think. correct. Yes, that's uh, Kevin is referring to our game that we like to call Bean Makes His Guess. Bean Makes His Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes His Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for me makes this guess. Yes. Look, I'm uh, I'm leaving the show later this year. Is there any chance that Omar could revisit the intro and maybe just kind of uh, update those clips a little bit? In your honor, we're going to keep doing the game. <laughs> yes. And we're going to keep using the intro. <laughs> I see. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Allie, you are uh, famous for uh, being a sweaty pie, if I remember wow. a conversation that we had. Uh, sorry, what? In no, previous I'm, conversation. I'm famous for hating pumpkin pie because it has that, like, the sweat beads right in the middle. And I said, I don't like a sweaty pie. Yeah, I'm a sweaty pie. Okay, uh, no. fine. I don't know why I said I was. Then I agreed. 
That's and weird. You, and of course, let's also forget Porky Pie. Uh, let's not forget Porky Pie as well. Well, that just brings what's me. What's happening? The, I don't know. I'll tell you what's happening is Ranker.com had over sixty thousand votes on the best pie. Oh yeah. On the best, the, the mugs is all mugs. in, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> What is the most delicious pie? And I should specify, by the way, that these are all sweets. Not uh, this isn't a, a chicken pot pie or a you know a, a meat pie or anything <laughs> like that. So this is uh, dessert pies, basically. What is the best pie according to over sixty thousand voters on Ranker.com? And I'll give you one more hint, only because I was a little bit surprised that there are three pies in the top ten that are all chocolate related. Yes. Which was more than I was expecting. So I want you to expand your your brain when it comes to chocolate pies. Kevin, you get to go first. As always, you sit at the head of the table. Let's see if we can get you on the board. What is America's favorite pie? Cheesecake. (laughs) (laughs) Cheesecake? I'm sorry. No. Cheesecake flavored pie. No, I'm oh. sorry. No no cheesecake. Cheesecake no. is not a pie, by the way. Okay. It's a cake. Mm-hmm. But thank you. I knew nice, that was on the line. Nice guess. Uh, beer mug, you're up next. You got to go cherry, baby. Um, you do have to go cherry, baby. It is uh, number nine. Yes. Number do nine. you have to say baby? Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Hold on. I got to find. I mean, I don't get a lot of opportunities to play that. All right. Yeah. Beer Mug is on the board at number nine with Cherry Pie. Miss Allie McKay. Uh, not sure why I work with communists, but why didn't anyone say apple? Oh, pie? Well, it yes. The, yeah. It is number one. <laughs> I don't know why I expected you were going to say pie. Yes. Apple pie okay. is okay. America's mm-hmm. favorite pie because we're not communists like everybody right. else in this room. Right. Well done. You also have a point. Mr. Kevin Ryder. You said three or chocolate. Mm. Um, I'm going to go chocolate cream. Um, chocolate cream. I'll say yes. I will yes. say number four. It says Hershey cream pie, but I'm going to give it to you. It's okay. not even close, but I got a point. <laughs> chocolate cream it. pie is number four. You are on the board. We have a tie game all around mm. you guys. Is one, one, one. Beer mug, you're up. This might not be on it, but it certainly is one of my favorites. And that is key lime pie. I mean, key that, lime is pie, what, that is it, what the category is. Yeah. <laughs> Key lime pie, by the way, is a great effing pie and mm-hmm. just missed the top 10 at number oh. 11. Oh, just number outside. 11. Oh. By the way, the key lime pie that they serve here in New Orleans is mm-hmm. unparalleled. I've never had anything and like that. And that helps us out. Not at all. All right, <laughs> Allie BK, your guest, please. I've talked a lot about the key lime pie at California Pizza Kitchen. The best. Graham cracker crust. It is that a is pretty good. That is, that's a good pie. The yeah. best. That is a good pie. Uh, what about blueberry pie? Uh, blueberry pie is a good guess, but I'm sorry, number 15. Ew. Number 15 on the list. Stupid list. Kevin, you're up. I'm going to say cherry. I already uh, said that, baby. <laughs> yeah, Muggs got that. It was his first guess. Oh, do I have to <laughs> say baby? Is that my mistake? <laughs> no, we, we had cherry. Okay. Pies, guys. Think pies. German chocolate. Oh. Is again a cake. <laughs> I don't Jeez. know how many times and I can remind you. you. I, was like, oh. I was just about to say pie, and I realized, oh, that's not a pie. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. So two of your four guesses have been cakes <laughs> okay. so far. 
Uh, Muggsy. Still tied all around. Let's go Peach, baby. Uh, Peach is number eight. Yeah. By the way, Peach Pie is terrible. It's a it's terrible just, pie. It's not great. Peach Pie is, is a miracle. I nah. love it. Oh, oh really? Yes. You put some here. vanilla ice cream on it. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, because you have to cover up the peach ass <laughs> the, taste. The did terrible the, taste of the peach. What yeah. is it, where did you say it makes like, you? Back here. I know we're on the radio and you can't Ellie's see. Ellie's pointing but, to the bottom like, of her ear, like, no, her yeah, earlobe. Like, you know when you taste something you're like, and it's in the back, like back by your molars. No. Anyone in the room? <laughs> I understand okay, what you're saying, Ali. Yes. Oh, they're yes. being nice. You guys Thank are nice. You are. Uh, Allie, uh, you have a uh-huh. guess for us? Um, I do. And I think that the top of this pie is gross, so I always mm-hmm. take it off. But I like the bottom part. A lemon meringue. Oh, lemon meringue oh. is interesting, but unfortunately it is number seven. Oh. Wait, seven? Yes? Yes, you oh get a gosh, point. You are freaking us out. Okay. Lemon meringue is number seven. You guys are doing yeah. really, really well. With it. All right, what's the score? It's, me... it's two, me, Allie two, and Kevin one. All right, let's go around one more time real fast. Kevin, your final guess, please. So there's three chocolates. We've only come up with two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so one. You've only come up with You've one. You've only come up with one. Oh, so there's yeah, two more. Cream. Right. Chocolate. And there are other pies not chocolate-related as well. I'm going to say chocolate pie. <laughs> Mm. Well, at least it's oh, not a cake. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do it over. I'm say, making progress. Say baby at the end. <laughs> Chocolate pie, baby. No, I'm sorry. No? Okay. Mugs, you, your Ron. final guess to try to get into the lead, please. Gotta go pecan, baby. Number 10, oh. ladies and gentlemen. You said these were all sweet. Yes, they are. Pecan That's sweet? A, it's a pecan sweet pie. Pecan is like, it's, it's like, like meaty. It's delicious, by it's the way. It's nutty. It's I'm a with, nutty pie. I'm with the meaty girl. <laughs> no, it, it, ha- it definitely has sweetness in, in, in between the pecans. Okay. Uh, it is number 10 on the list. That was an outstanding guess. Anything food-related, Bugs is going to do pretty well. Allie, sure. right. he is up. he's up 3-2, so this mm-hmm. is your last chance to end the game in a tie, or you go home in defeat. Boysenberry, baby. I'm sorry. No boysenberry. <laughs> Here's uh, some of the ones, uh, by the way, there was, there's uh, Boston cream pie was at number 14. Of course. Uh, p- uh, apple crisp pie was at number 19, by the way. Uh, there's blackberry. There's raspberry. But here's your top 10. Number 10, pecan pie. I think we got number 9, cherry. Number 8, peach. Number 7, uh, lemon meringue. Number 6, banana cream. Number 5, one of the chocolate pies was cookies and cream pie. Oh. Number four, chocolate cream pie. Number three, pumpkin pie. Number two, and this is, if you could ever, pumpkin pie, yeah. I can't believe you didn't say it after you brought it up before the game started. She pointed to her earlobe. Number two, and this is a pie you don't often think of, but if you ever have the opportunity to order one, you do get the chocolate silk pie. Mm, That is an amazing pie. silk? I don't even know what that is. You would recognize it if you saw it. And number one, of course, was apple pie. Ladies and gentlemen, Beer Mug is your winner. This has been B Makes His Guess. B Makes His Guess, yeah. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. So Allie says, I'm sorry, how long? And I put up both hands, all the fingers, five on each hand, ten. And she looks at me and she goes, what? Like, it meant nothing. It meant nothing to her. You were doing them, like, you were shaking them like jazz hands. I was not jazz hands. Okay. Am I going to have to separate you two or are we going to be okay? I think so. Hey, um, Comic-Con every year, and thanks again to TCL for sponsoring the broadcast down here, but Comic-Con every year is when a lot of the big trailers come out, usually for movies uh, next year, like uh, the Top Gun trailer. 
which, by the way, already has over uh, 8 million views. Uh, yeah. The t- Tom Cruise cop, t- Top Gun Quiller. Um, the uh, Jay and Silent Bob, the new Jay and Silent Bob movie from director Kevin Smith, that came out yesterday. That is very dirty. <laughs> it is, Love it. Uh, it is a, a redder-than-red band trailer, but a lot of people were talking about that. But the trailer that broke the internet last night... Yeah. was released a day early, and it was for the movie version of the long-running musical on Broadway, Cats. And it has an unbelievable cast, including some of the greatest actors of all time, like Judy Dench and Ian McKellen. Idris Elba is in this. Rebel Wilson is in this. James Corden. Taylor Swift. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. The list goes on and on and on. Jason Derulo is in it. But so many of us who know nothing about Cats looked at it and said, what the actual F right? is going on like a, in this thing? Didn't even look like a movie. Like, what's happening? What is happening? Ali, you described it as a fever dream earlier. It's it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Really? It's, it's terrifying. I hate it. Let me just give you um, just a couple of, uh, of examples of what people said. Okay. My, my brain has melted. My eyes are bleeding. There is no God. <laughs> the face-head ratio totally off. All the cats have faces too big for their heads. How did nobody spot this? Okay, stop right him. there. Stop right there. Yeah. It, does it bother anyone else that these are cats that have human faces and human mouths? Uh, yes, 100%. It's creepy as And hell. some of them I mean, wear clothes a- and some of them don't. But and- it's a Broadway play, so you can't use cats. You guys know that, right? Right, but in the movie though, why aren't they cats? Why are they why are they cat human hybrids though? And also, they appear to be living in a house where they're cat sized because all of the furniture and everything is human sized, but there's no indication that humans exist in their world at all. And why do some of them wear clothes and then the other ones are just skin but they don't have like cat nipples? Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Right? It was blew your mind, didn't I? It was very and, and what did you take away? You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. we complain that trailers give away too much, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you have any clue no. what's going on in this movie? It was ridiculous. It gave you no information. I don't know how anyone could like it. Which is kind of what Kat says. Uh, by the way, if you're what? just joining us what? and Kevin's saying, I don't know how anyone could like it us. It looked ridiculous. That means you weren't listening in the 5 o'clock hour when I said, did any of you see the abomination that was the Cats trailer? And Kevin said, looked pretty good. I loved it. And I don't even <laughs> like Cats. And then you said, when we come back on, I'm going to deny ever saying it. I don't remember saying that ever. Why would you make that up? Why did you think it looked good? What about this look good? All right, listen, I was tired. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know cat. I don't like cats, the animal. Right. Mm -hmm. I like dogs. Mm -hmm. I don't like cats, the play. I Mm -hmm. have a lot of chances in New York to go to cats. Uh Not interested at all. Okay. But cats is is now and forever. That's what I've heard, sure. But I didn't care. Uh So then I saw the trailer, and there's so many superstars in there. And then, unfortunately, Taylor Swift. But everybody else was Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. And Jennifer Hudson singing that new song. Amazing. Was, it's not, oh, a, new, not a new song. New, new it's song. memories. It's been oh, amazing. 40 years, Kevin. Totally put that into play. No, so I don't a, know. Maybe it was just like a fever dream or something. Uh-huh. Like, like you were saying, it looks like it. Maybe I was having one. But in that moment, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, this looks good. There's no way you're going to see Cats when it comes no down way. to it. Oh, I assume by the time we get there, you guys will have beaten the life out of me. <laughs> but, no, but I'm just telling you that when the you guys time... like joy. But when the time comes for you to go see a musical about singing cats, mm. that is the opposite of a Kevin movie. Yeah. The opposite. There's no louds at all in this thing. I think you're I, uh, forgetting edibles. 
right? Jennifer Lawrence's version of this song. Jennifer oh, Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence is in it? Oh, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even see her. Of this song is amazing, right? All right, let's hear, uh-huh. let's hear a little bit of this. Right. Uh, this is apparently what got Kevin all weepy last night in his room, crying by himself in San Diego. It's coming. Sit tight. And she sings too, right? Oh, there we go. This is not a Kevin song Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. And by it's the way, Bar- song. Barbara Streisand has the most famous version of this, which I'm sure you hate. Right? She's already done a cover of this? Oh no, she did it years ago. Kevin, this song has been around forever. Since you were a little kid, this song's been around. This song, I heard this song yesterday. I assumed that was the first time. It's a great song. <laughs> they should put it in a movie or a play or something because... The music they use for this trailer is amazing. Okay, so you still are standing by. It looks great. I know. I'm saying I never said that, and I don't know why Allie's being hurtful, and I don't know why you're being hurtful, B. I I want a good movie. That's what it is. Mm. All right. um, What was? I mean, that that was the the big takeaway you saw online last night, though. Allie was just people just couldn't get over how weird it was it's just it looks weird nobody could tell what cats is even about which i think even if you saw the musical you'd be like what just happened i can't figure out what it's about at all because they look half of them look scared and half of them look like they're flying through the air dancing and singing and laughing i'll say this um a a guy did tweet it out um but he put the song from us into the cats trailer Mm -hmm. and it fits better and i'd see that movie Okay. I'm going yeah. to go ahead and delete my tweet that says, must see it. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One of our favorite uh, segments of the whole week is happening right now. Here's Allie. Yeah, during this What's Happening segment, we all pick some of our favorite songs. Maybe we just heard it. Maybe it's an older song that just came across your playlist. But this is a segment where we talk about our, I guess it's a Spotify playlist. Sure. Exactly what it is. It's called That's My Jam. And every single week, we pick a song, every member of the Kevin and Bean Show. We add it to the playlist. We all have very different tastes. I know you probably think we pick the music because you're like, I know they want to hear Red Hot Chili Peppers eight times a morning. But it's not true. We don't We don't pick the music. Great band. Play. Great but band. We've heard Great it band. enough is all we're saying. We're good for right now. Yeah. Absolutely. So we all add this. And if you go to at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, you will see a link to the That's My Jam playlist. Kevin. You're up first. What did you pick this week? I picked Twin Pumpkin. What? Have either of you heard about this? No. No. I think it's a dude that plays all the instruments. I'm not positive. All right. And then you start doing a deep dive to try and figure out, like, who is this? Yeah. When did they start? Mm -hmm. What's their background story? Can't really tell. Here's what I found out. Okay. Twin Pumpkin, the concept is a mix of Alex from A Clockwork Orange and Tyler Durden from Fight Club. So okay. 
uh, wait a second. Those That's, are actors' roles mm-hmm. in movies, though. Yes. Not musical. No, but this is the concept that okay. birthed Twin Pumpkin. Oh, All right. Okay. Now, let me just read. Now, you know how sometimes I feel like uh, music critics just write for themselves because yeah. they don't really say anything? Mm-hmm. This is what a music critic says. Um, Twin reveals himself to be a gloomy and hero-stuffed frustration with everyday life and inconsequential euphoria, represented by unique musical identity, traveling between punk aggressiveness, pop accessibility, and heartfelt and a singular view. F- None of Ew. that is helpful. Ew. Couldn't I find, hate that writer. Couldn't find any information on this guy. Well. Although I do know that he's put out four songs, mm-hmm. two songs last year, and two songs this year. Okay. And he's I very don't prolific. know how he's going to keep up with that <laughs> blistering pace. <laughs> okay, so what is it? The name of the song is Monolith. Right? It wasn't worth I, what we had to go through to get to it, but <laughs> I still enjoyed it. it. Took me a lot longer to go through that than you. <laughs> All right, Bean, what did you pick? Uh, this is the most surprising song of 2019 as far as I'm concerned because it's two pop singers and a country singer who get together and make a rock and roll song. I've never been a huge Ed Sheeran fan. I know a lot of people are. But he teamed up with, of all people, Bruno Mars and Chris Stapleton. And they put together a rock song called Blow. And you tell me as you listen to this, if you were ever in a million years, imagine this was Ed Sheeran if you didn't know ahead of time. Hot damn, pop it like a pistol mama. They got me down on my knees, baby, please. I'm coming, baby. I'm coming for you, That's great. Chris mm-hmm. Stapleton and Ed mm-hmm. Sheeran together. Again, and it's in his you, new album just released called Blow. When you put those three together, they become Kid Rock. Apparently so, yes. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. But a really good Kid Rock song. I enjoyed it I very much. Bean, look at you. You were giving props not only to Ed Sheeran, who you're not huge on, but Bruno Mars, who you hate. I, you're absolutely right. Look, That's I can't, huge. I can't deny it. It's a, you And know, Bean's it, heart grew a little it, bit it, bigger today. Yep. Oh, that is lovely. Well, Jensen is not here, but his pick is from an alternative indie rock band from Sydney, Australia. The group is called Middle Kids. Here's Real Thing. These streets are pulling at my memories. Say some good additions to the playlist this week, you guys. Agreed. Can you picture Jensen like looking out the window? It's raining. 
And he's just all emo listening to that song. <laughs> that's what I that's what I pictured during that. Okay. I liked it a lot. Uh, my band is a band I have never heard of, and I had to do a deep dive into who they are. Did you find out more than I did about a, my... A little bit. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Their name, um, The Pillow Queens, and, <laughs> and they're from Dublin, and it's four girlfriends from Dublin that were in a basketball league, and apparently they would go to the pub after they would play in this league, and they realized, just chit-chatting and drinking, oh, you play an instrument? You play an instrument? Oh, we play instruments. Let's start a band. And then one girl was like, yeah, because we suck at basketball. <laughs> so they started a band, and here is how they're described as Tato Punk. And I'm like, what is Tato Punk? And then I realized, oh, Tato, that's Irish potato chips. <laughs> Tato Punk, you guys. Okay. None of it makes sense. Okay. But. So you, mine and yours makes no sense. No sense. Okay. But I do know it's it's four girlfriends, and, and they have a great sound. And it's Pillow Queens with Cuckoo. Everyone looks on with disgust. Maybe I'm paranoid. Who can I trust? I I mean, I am a cuckoo spoke to me. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know about anyone else. Did you just get that Dave? I thought she said, I am a good Jew. I'm a good Jew also speaks to me um, as a Catholic. What is wrong with you? That's a good read, Dave. <laughs> good Lord, good read. Um, if you want to follow along, again, it's That's My Jam. Just go to at Kevin and Bean on Instagram, Facebook, or on Twitter. You will see the Spotify playlist right there. In the meantime, some birthdays for you. Anthony Edwards, Brian May, Jared Padalecki, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Shane Dawson. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. You know, I was thinking, Allie, about that conversation we were having earlier about how every electronic device in your life is watching you. Yeah. Or listening to you. Do you ever stay at an Airbnb? I did once, but if you don't think I did an entire sweep of the place to see Mm -hmm. if there were any hidden cameras... You don't know me. Yeah. Oh, but that's not technology spying on you. That's the owner oh, of that's the BMW. the yes. owner, yeah, putting a camera. <laughs> right. That would be the most terrifying thing, and I bet that it happens all the time. Absolutely. I mean, why else have an Airbnb place if you can't put cameras in it, right? I mean, I think people make money that way. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. We wanted to talk about, especially, uh, you know, this weekend uh, with San Diego uh, Comic-Con going on, there's just, there's as as many hotels as there are. There are some people who decide to come down late for whatever reason and can't get one. So they got to look for alternative lodging and Airbnb is one of the places they go. Now, you don't always get what you think you're going to get at an Airbnb. You're kind of, it's kind of on the owner. You're kind of trusting him or her to be honest with the description mm-hmm. of the place. Which doesn't so, help. No. We want I mean, to take... it's, like a, it's like a dating app. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Hey, you're right. nothing like you said you were. <laughs> 
So we want to take calls from you at 1-800-520-1067. If you have ever had an Airbnb horror story, you went and what happened? That's what we want to hear about. 1-800-520-1067. And I think we'll start off the conversation with the man who suggested this topic because it's DJ Omar Khan yeah. who, who recently kind of went through this on his own. Yeah, I went to Texas and uh, we're about uh, 45 minutes away from Austin and we want to visit, visit Houston for a couple of days. And it was, it was kind of like the situation you said. We're kind of under short notice. So we're like, let's Airbnb. We, we had a pretty big group, about nine of us. So um, my brother-in-law takes it upon himself and he sends me a little link to the Airbnb. I check it out really quick. I read a couple of reviews and I was like, oh, this, this place is, this is gold. We're good to go. Okay. When we get there, you know how in some neighborhoods you drive one one block over and it's like the ghetto? Sure. So we're driving. We're like, oh, this is a great neighborhood. And then, so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> exactly. And then we get to the Air, Air, Airbnb place, and it was a dump. It's I mean, just on the other side of the tracks. Absolutely. There was a, a homeless a guy living right outside the um, uh, brick wall. So, so there's that. Instant you, friends. Exactly. Right? You, you're just but, there. You already have a neighbor you like. Yeah. But he was getting it for free. You weren't. Yeah, exactly. I was right. paying for it. Um, we drive into the place, and there's beer cans just everywhere um, on the driveway. We walk up to the Airbnb, and this is, uh, I think it was a duplex, and we're on top. And we open the yeah. doors. We open the doors, and everything about it was tiny. And uh, they promised that it was going to be roomy enough for eight people, and it was just not. Now, hold on. No. Stop. Let me stop you right there. Yeah. Is it possible that a family of little people live there? Oh, maybe. I don't, you know, <laughs> I never, that never crossed my mind. Because there's plenty of room in there if you got a, if you got a family of little people. It's but, a tiny little furniture. But it was crazy how bad this place was. I mean, the, the tile floor, it was, it was like cracked. It was like there wasn't mm. like one tile floor that was complete. There was cracks on the floor. There was uh, stained, dusty furniture everywhere, bugs, and you could see um, nice. animal droppings. Nice. Yeah, like rodent no. droppings. It you was crazy. Like spi- yeah. Any spiders? Uh, actually, Probably. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But the, the uh, one of the doors was broken, and we had little children with us, and uh, one of the little kids r- rubbed against the door and got a splinter, like, like in it. It, oh, was, it was like, man. yeah, it was, it was crazy bad. So we call the, um, the o- owner or the Airbnb people, and they're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry you're having this issue. We'll be down there. If you guys would just want to give us an hour, we'll be right down there, and we'll clean. I'm like, what are you guys going to do? You guys going to remodel the place? Right. It was crazy, and we, we had to burn this place down and start from scratch. Totally, and so we had to go back and forth with them for a couple of hours before they gave us our money back. Oh, so what did you do now? Way. You're in you're in BF Texas with no place to stay. Then what? Uh, so um, we called. Uh, you know, we have we we have points on our credit card or something. So we ended up just all staying in one hotel room. Humble brag. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nine people in one hotel room, Omar. Uh, it was a suite. Okay. How tiny was the furniture? Oh, so th- that was the weird thing. I don't know it, where they got this furniture because you look at the pictures and it looked like normal size furniture. And uh, when you get there, I mean, the couch on the uh, uh, online, it looked like a couch for f- uh, four people. But in, right. when you got there, it was like maybe for two and you're sitting really closely. It was crazy. So one fat guy or two regular people. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so, uh, I mean, I guess you roll the dice when you do Airbnb, you know? That, that doesn't mean the next 20 times you use an Airbnb, it might it might be great. It was know? crazy when you told me, though, that this is, is this seriously unregulated? 
Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, that's as bananas. Far, as far as I understand, yeah, they don't have. I mean, this is one of the reasons why the hotel industry is always against Airbnb is because you know hotels have to have inspections and they have to have pest control and they have to have a lot of other things that All somebody that just doesn't yeah. have to do with their home. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really you know it's just like an Uber situation where it's really just kind of between you and the provider of the service that you're willing to pay for. Yeah, and we were so pissed. So uh, we're going to take calls at 1-800-520-1067 if you've had an Airbnb disaster experience. Let's start with Katie. She's in Playa del Rey. She's up first on line two here on the Kevin Amit Show. Katie, thank you so much for listening and for calling. What happened? Um, so I contacted the Airbnb and told them that I was throwing my fiance a surprise birthday party mm-hmm. and that only me and a couple of friends would be staying the night, but we'd have about 15 people there for the party. And so she's like, okay, we're going to do an extra charge for the party. And I was like, that's fine. And so they do the extra charge. We we settle everything. The day of the party, she contacts me and goes, oh, by the way, because you're having a party, it's going to be an extra $300 on top of that. Whoa. And I thought you had that conversation. I couldn't cancel. Yeah. And so I was like, I mean, okay, I can't cancel. I can't do anything about it. So I paid the extra $300 and then contacted Airbnb and sent them the emails and everything where she agreed to one price. And they were just kind of like, sorry, nothing we can do. Oh, my Sweet. gosh. That's some good customer, so, customer service right so there. So you're really at their mercy because they, I mean, they kind of got you at that point. They can, they can charge whatever they want once you're in there. Exactly. If I was just staying for the night, I would have just canceled. But because... Mm-hmm. I was, you know, you can find a hotel last minute, but because it was a surprise party and I'd sent out the invitations and there sure. were a bunch of people coming, sure. I couldn't do anything. I was, she, gotcha. And she knew that. Thank you, you know? Katie. Appreciate the call so much. one 800 Let's take Ryan. He's in Newport Beach. Up next, line one on K-Rock. Morning, Ryan. Oh, it's actually, it's actually a she. Good morning. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. My, my bad. What's going on, Ryan? Yeah, so this just happened this weekend. I was on my way to Temecula for a wedding, so my husband and I got a little studio. We get to the Airbnb, and um, the instructions for getting in is that the host will greet you. And so we're knocking on the door. Nobody's answering. Um, you know, we're in a, like, residential area. There's no service. So I'm trying to call. Calls are dropping. I'm texting. I'm messaging him through the app. Nothing. It's for, It's a hundred degrees out there you guys and so 45 minutes pass we're still waiting and i'm just like i don't even know what to do at this point i'm trying to contact airbnb support the phone call keeps dropping at this (laughs) point i need to get ready for the wedding okay so my husband and i are like well it's almost been an hour it's a hundred degrees out here we need to go get a hotel room before we can't book anything so we get to the hotel we book we have to pay you know double the price of what the Airbnb was, get inside the room, and then I get a message from the host via the app saying, oh, I'm stuck in the middle of the ocean, sorry. You can let yourself in. The door's unlocked. So. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And that's the kind of information you could have used two hours earlier. Exactly. He could have just let me know that maybe the day before he knew was going to be in the ocean. I don't know. Maybe Mm. that morning when we were talking to each other. But no, I didn't get it until maybe 45 minutes after the check-in time. That's hilarious. Mm. Kevin, I hear you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you suggesting she should have tried the door? Um, you know, <laughs> to show up because I don't think I would have thought of that. I would you never were, have expected. I would never have expected the door to be unlocked. Right, but if you're going to wait there for an hour and it's a hundred degrees, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
try the door. I'm and saying let's I, not let's not shame Ryan. It's not her fault is what no. I'm can saying. I, can I shame Katie, the previous caller? Why <laughs> sure. would you tell him you were having a party? Right? That's, Why that's would a, you even do that? That's another great point. All right, no so, offense, so far Katie. you're saying all these Airbnb disaster stories are on the renters. That's what you're saying. Really, I mean, no, I mean, really Ryan not, got screwed, no. but I'm just saying yeah. maybe she should have tried this. She should Ryan, tried thank you for listening. Okay. Thank you for calling. 1-800-520-1067. Your Airbnb disaster calls are next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. And we are live from San Diego for Comic-Con, a place where a lot of the hotels are booked. And so mm-hmm. when you come down here, you have to look for an alternative, and maybe an Airbnb looks great. Yeah. Price not bad. Mm-hmm. Description, fantastic. Good Pictures, location. Great, yeah. Right? And then it turns out not to be so. Turns out to be a house of horrors, as we're going to hear from Laura in a minute. But first, Casey, finger on the button girl here at the world-famous K-Rock, Back for another appearance on the uh, show. Hi again, this happened guys. to you. Are you just at this point just making up stories so that you yeah. can get on the air? What's happening? Sure, why not, right? No. Um, my boyfriend and I were in Vegas a few years ago for the Los Rages Music Festival. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a last minute thing. So we're like, oh, yeah, we'll Airbnb it. And we found this cute little like boutique hotel that had posted via Airbnb, not through like a you know hotel booking thing. And so it said for instructions on arrival, and we'd gotten there kind of late at night uh, to call this number, and somebody would bring us the keys. I'm like, okay, fine. So we're sitting in like, this weird parking lot in the back of some kind of sketch neighborhood. Sounds but cool. It, <laughs> yeah. And it looks super like weird from the outside and ghetto in like, this pink building. And so some guy comes out, gives us the keys. Okay, fine, whatever. It's a really cute place. Every room is themed. Um, and then the, we go out for food and come back, and our stuff is moved. Like, inside our place. Like, we hadn't, like, unpacked, unpacked, but, like, the suitcase that had been in the closet was now outside the closet. Allie, don't say a word. If you bring up your goddamn ghost, (laughs) Allie, I swear to God, that ghost that only moves suitcases. And then there was, like, you know, we had stuff in the bathroom. Like, my makeup bag was moved over, and, like, little things were like, what is going on? So we finally get a hold of the people who, you know, own the building, and they have no idea what's going on. After back-and-forth conversations that night and the following night, because we did stay, because there was nowhere else to stay. We did. There was nowhere else. Everything was booked. It's a music festival weekend. So we stayed, um, and then they finally call us back. Apparently, there was somebody else who was like a rival business who was using their property as the address to book down the road. So they... (laughs) So they had people that were not actually booked at this location using the location to then show up. And somehow they were given access to our place thinking that they were the tenants of our unit. That's That's weird. Weird. No bueno. Did they steal anything from your suitcases? It didn't look like they even opened anything, but it was just moved just enough that we're like, this is not right. So different people thought they were staying there and just moved your stuff a little? Oh, yeah. So those poor people had no idea that they were not supposed to be there. See, this is what's great Good about times. Las Vegas, man. It's always an adventure. Yeah. You never know where you're going to get. All right, Casey, thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, we lost. Did we lose Laura? No, we got her. She's no, online uh, six, please, up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. She joins us from Anaheim. Laura, thank you for calling. What happened? Hi, guys. So I went to Boston uh, for the first time with a girlfriend who had never stayed at Airbnbs. And I've always had such wonderful experiences. And we get to our apartment and we have to go up these like windy, creepy steps. The light bulb in that in that hallway didn't work, and we're carrying, we're lugging our luggage up to like the second floor. Love it. And then we get there, and we're both just kind of like, oh, because it doesn't look anything the way it looked in the photos. So mm-hmm. these owners were very strategic about how they took their photographs, like close-ups of like their couch with a cute pillow, nice accents, but the place itself was so creepy there was like this 
little door, like for little people, um, in in both of the bedrooms. I'm sorry, just that neither of us opened because um, we were so freaked out. What? 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 Uh, there was a yeah. there was a, a door for little people. That's what my place with yeah, the ghost there was had. A, little door. a tiny door. How you do you guys, not, because what? you have to keep them somewhere, you guys. You can't yes. let them be out in the oh, the big room yes. with you. But you open the door. Just to it throw in so food. Scary. No, we did not. We did not open it. And then, so then uh, the bathroom like was like this makeshift accordion door that they made themselves. That was, I don't know. It was. It was. There was a lot of stuff like that clearly needed work and it was they janky. neglected. The house was janky. Stuff. I, there were rats that were waking me up at three o'clock in the morning, oh. gnawing within the walls. Okay. Every night oh. that we stayed there. Okay, yeah. so you get so you're now you get free pets and you're complaining about that too. You've got you've got bonus little people that right. you weren't counting on and free yeah. pets, yet you're still bitching. And it could have been the chef. You need to learn to be grateful. Ratatouille joke. We got it, Allie. Okay, all right. You're in the file no, and you're going straight to hell. <laughs> Laura, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right, let's squeeze in a couple more. Um, let's go to Sean, also in Anaheim. He's on line three, please. This sounds like a, a party. <laughs> Hi everybody, how you doing this morning? Good. Thank I, you. Uh, I I went to Idaho a couple of years ago uh, with my daughter. She was ten at the time, and we were coming in super late around Christmas. And uh, it it was it just happened to be, uh, fortunately for us, one of like the coldest weeks on record there. Um, and we show up to this place that's right near downtown, and we get in the door, and it I, I swear it might be the coldest house I've ever been in in my life. Uh, right. When I walked in, it, it, there was like no temperature change from walking outside to in. And uh, we, we set all our stuff down. You know, we, we start kind of getting situated, and I'm looking for the, the heater, and I turn that on. I don't hear anything, you know, kick on or anything. And then I go to try to turn on the kitchen faucet. No water. So all right, um, we're frozen. You know, Bonus. The, yeah, the, these folks did not turn on the heat or anything before we arrived, and so everything was frozen solid in the house. Oh, and no. So I call the people. It takes like 45 minutes to get them on the line. And when it says Jeff and Tim are your contacts and then a woman calls you, you think, oh, okay, this is a property management company that's that's running this thing rather than, oh, you know, you. Okay. Just, just just individuals. And she tells me, she's like, well, we can bring some space heaters over. And I said, for all the pipes? Um, <laughs> and, of course, it's just one of those things where someone, someone says something to you and you're like, okay, they just didn't think before they said that. Yeah. Um, look, look. And, I don't, so, and so that's a woman for you, right? Uh, right? right? Well, uh, Sean, uh, I don't know how much you were paying for this place, but you expected heat and water? I mean, come on, man. You're saying again. <laughs> I'm saying. Ungrateful. Yeah, I'm saying ungrateful. You had a roof over your head, but all you could do is bitch. Oh, it's so cold. Oh, I don't have any water. Come on. <laughs> Live Shall a little learn, bit. Learn to appreciate the good things in life, Le- man. Yes. Why is the glass always half empty with you? That's what I'm saying, Sean. All right. We'll have to leave it there. Quick break. Uh, live from San Diego at the TCL uh, Theater. And, uh, well, not technically at the TCL Theater, but the theater box right around the corner from the theater. Uh, Mark Marin, speaking of movies, has a new one out called Sword of Trust. It's fascinating, you guys. And we'll catch up with Mark when we return right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Friday, this time every uh, week, we do a little feature that we like to call Keep It 100. Yeah. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100, baby. I keep it 100. I keep it 100. You text us at this time any K-Rock song you like, and if we have it, we'll play it for you. We got some uh, great suggestions this week. Unfortunately, texter number 99, STP's Sex Type Thing, Sorry Sergio, so close. Good, yeah, we're not going to be hearing that great mm-hmm. song today. Yeah. Uh, texter 101 was Blues Traveler and their song Hook. Which I would have enjoyed. Remember, Kevin, we did Breakfast with Blues Traveler at Cantor's way back in the day. Uh, But there's only one Texture 100, and there's only one Edwin, one of our favorite listeners from La Mirada, who joins us. I'm the only one applauding, but we all love Edwin joining us here on the Kevin Show. The Edwin. Are you sure it's the Edwin? Good morning, party people. (gasps) Are you the Edwin? Yes, I'm the Edwin. Edwin. We interact with Hello, you so Allie, often hey. on social media and via email, but we never ever get a chance to talk to you. Have have you do you text every week for Keep It One Hundred? No, I got in one time and I figured I should stop, but I don't know. Today I figured I'd try it again. Okay. And the here's what you need to know about Edwin. He's very, very funny and everything he does is for comedy's sake. So I have mm-hmm. a feeling that you have picked a song, <laughs> not because you like it, because you think it'll make our listeners smile. No, no, no. It's a classic. <laughs> right? Okay. Edwin, Uh-oh. we're gonna give you a chance yeah. to introduce it on Keep It One Hundred. Okay. I wanted to dedicate this to my sister Kristen. She made me listen to Kevin and Bean. I hated you guys, and now look, I love you more than anybody. Anyway, <laughs> it's um Zoot Suit Riot by the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Uh, Cherry Pop and Daddies, you mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> same thing. He said same thing. <laughs> it is the same. They do a cover, yeah. Someone's alarm went off right there. Keep it 100. I'm sorry. I enjoyed that. I like that I a lot. I did, too. And by the way, when you hear at the end of that song where he says, I think I'm about ready to sing, he thought that was the run-through. That was the rehearsal. And the engineer says, no, come on in and listen to it. I think you nailed it. And they just decided to leave it in. And that's the ver- that's the first time he sang it in the studio. That's the huh. version that they released that huh. became a big hit for the Cherry Bob and Dad. That was Beans. Fun fact. I'm going to say we're not playing that in irony, though. That was an that, actual fun fact. That fa- actual was a fun, fun fact. fact. Uh, that was uh, Edwin and La Mirada, his pick for Keep It 100 on the Kevin and Bean Show today. Allie, you are usually pretty good at this. That was a very uh, particular period in K-Rock's mm-hmm. history when the whole world was into the swing dancing after the movie Absolutely. swingers. When was that song released? That was uh, the later 90s, so mm-hmm. like between 96 and 99. Th- those are the later 90s, yes. Which I would say I'm leaning more towards 97, but it could mm-hmm. also be 98. We're narrowing it down okay. now. Your final answer? 97. Ladies and gentlemen, October of 1997 was when that became a, wow. was released. Guys, and keep, then... it, keep it down. It's far <laughs> too loud. Well done, Allie. The audience goes crazy here in San Diego. 
Thank you, Edwin. We'll do it again next Friday for Keep It 100. Keep It 100. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. This is uh, very definitely one of those we are absolutely not worthy moments. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, founding member of Run DMC, Daryl DMC McDaniels has joined us here good on morning, K-Rock. Good morning. Also the creator of Daryl Makes Comments, which explains why he's here in San Diego. DMC, yes. or should we yes. call you Daryl? What do you prefer? You could call me Daryl. You could call me D. You could call me Daryl Mac. You could call me DMC. People always ask me, what does my name mean? D's for never dirty, MC for Mr. Clean. But sometimes I tell them when certain people ask that DMC means that Daryl makes cash. Yeah! <laughs> so you can pick the one you want to call me, but most wow. people call me D. Most people wow. call me D. It's D, like right. that speech uh-huh. was your recital. I think it's, it's very, very vital, vital to rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. Is the title? Here we go. It's tricky to rock around. To rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. Is it? It's tricky. 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 Here we tricky. Go. It's tricky. Yeah. Oh my we've god. Been doing that's it all day. the best day of my life. <laughs> Allie, you're in the okay. band. You just performed with him. Yeah, we got to rock around yeah, together. That was amazing. <laughs> that was nice. All right, yes. Yes. D. Let's talk about yes. Daryl makes comics because this yes. is you are not a Johnny come lately to this. This is something. Nope. That you had been obsessed with even before you knew you loved rap music, you knew you loved yes. comics, right? Yes, before hip hop came over the bridge from the Bronx in like 73 to Queens, New York, and before I discovered 70s rock radio mm-hmm. in New York City. Because I was when I was a kid, I didn't listen to soul music. Because that was like my, that's when my mother and father were still young. Mm-hmm. So they was in the Al Green, Marvin Gaye, and Aretha Franklin. So I didn't really have no music. I didn't. Yeah, you got to rebel against that. Yeah, you know, I went to Catholic school my whole life. I was a straight A student, by the way, and always on the honor roll. All right, nice. and very proud nice. of it. All right, but I was this geeky little nerdy kid, and living in Queens at that time was traumatic. It was miserable because I got teased, bullied, and picked on. Mm. But Stan Lee, rest in peace, he's like God. He created Marvel comic books. He put the superheroes in New York City. When I found out Spider-Man lived in Queens, I felt that I could find a place for myself in this world. So as a kid, all I did before music was read, collect, and draw comic books. Wow. I'm getting goosebumps yep. from this story, by the way. I'm, I'm literally getting goosebumps from this story. Yep. That's how much of an impact it made. Yeah, why do you think my whole career... I'm DMC from Queens, Kings from Queens. My name is Daryl Mack. I live in Queens. When I found out that Spider-Man lived in Queens, it was over. Because <laughs> I had somebody I could relate to. You know, I wasn't in a gang. I didn't sell drugs. You know what I'm saying? I was a straight-A student. I had to be in the house when those lights hit. The lights came on. My mother was like, when you see that street light, I know my mind in this house. Oh. So I had to find things to do and imagination and creativity. And one of the things about reading those comic books, because I was reading all the time, it made me a good student. So everything in the so-called pretend make-believe of Marvel comic books was reality to me. So when it was time for me to get on the microphone, I was sitting there one day and I was like this. I was like, okay. In this universe, I'm Daryl. In that Marvel universe, Thor is the son of Odin from Asgard. He got a brother named Loki, and he got a hammer. That's Thor. But then I looked at myself in this world that I live in. I said, I'm Daryl. I'm from Hollis. I got a father named Bifred and a brother named Alfred, and I got a microphone. 
So on the microphone, I was pretending to be the most powerful entity in the hip hop universe. So I became son of Byford, brother of Al. Banners my mother and runs my pal. It's McDaniels, not McDonald's. These rhymes are Daryl's, those burgers are Ronald's. I ran down my family tree, my mother, my father, my brother, and me. So comic books allowed me to tell through stories on the microphone about who I really am. I was pretending to be a superhero on the microphone because I was highly and educationally inspired by those comic books that made me feel that I could exist in this world that I felt out of place. So that literally gave you a voice. Yes, it That's did. That's when you found your voice. That's when, yeah, prior to that, I was a shy little kid that just sat in the back of the classroom. I was known as the weird little geeky kid that wore glasses named Daryl who reads comic books. Please mm. tell me but you were able to tell Stanley all of this. Yes, I did. Oh, I met Stanley God. three oh. times, yep, and oh. told him, Stan, you created a monster. <laughs> many, yeah. many. So, yeah, oh, wow. so Daryl, five yep. years ago, you decided mm -hmm. to get uh, get into the comic book business, right, with Daryl Makes Comics. Well, no, I didn't decide that. Okay. I actually went for a music meeting, and this is a cool story. I went up to Warner Brothers Records in New York City for a music meeting. Mm -hmm. And I met with this young man named Riggs Morales, who was Eminem's right-hand man over at Shady Records all those years. And by the way, Eminem is a geek and a nerd like us. <laughs> Superheroes are all over his house. So Eminem, I love him. So I sat down for this music meet, and then this guy, Riggs Morales, he was very professional. He was like, Daryl, I'm usually very professional in this and that. But he said, I'll never get this chance again. He said, what was it like when you was a kid? And I was like, well, all I did was read, collect, and draw comic books. And he said, comic books? And I said, yeah, comic books. He looked around his office. He said, comic books? And I was like, yeah, comic books. <laughs> we sat there for three hours, and we talked about comic books because we thought it was just the hip-hop and the music we had in common. Mm -hmm. But he was from, he was a Latino kid from the Bronx. I'm an African-American kid from Queens. And we had a lot in common besides the music. So after I told him, yeah, I'm Superman, Batman, Captain America, Hulk, Spider-Man, everything, and this and that, he said, D, you should do a comic book. And I originally said, nope. You're not going to get me in trouble. And he said, why not? I said, you ain't going to have my fellow geeks and nerds mad at me for thinking because musicians are funny and entertainers are funny. Just because they have hit records, they think they can do everything. Right. So I didn't want to do a comic book and disrespect the culture wow. of, you know, the geeks and nerds yeah. because it's a sacred thing. Yeah. And Riggs, he laughed it off. He said, yo, that's, that's really cool, D. But you could do with a comic book what you've been doing with your music for the past 35 years. And I was like, what you talking about, Riggs? He said, inspire, educate, motivate, and entertain. And when he said that to me, I said, yo, I'm him. And then he said, okay, you can't use Marvel. You can't use DC. You can't use Image. You can't use anything that's out already. You can't use Valiant. What would you call your comic book? And I sat there and I was like, man, I can't use Marvel. Shucks. I can't use DC. And then it just came to me. DMC. Daryl makes comics because that's what I'm going to be doing. I mean, there it is. So, there it is. That's an origin was, story right yeah. there. Yeah, that's the origin of it. I didn't want to do it, but Rick said, yo, you can do something that, that'll bring people together, inspire, motivate, just like all of the records that I've always made. How many titles do you have in the, in the, from the company? Well, right How now. How many different just, books do you put out? 
right now we have a graphic novel. I'm up to issue number three with the graphic novel. We're getting ready to release graphic novel number four. And in those graphic novels, we reintroduce all the characters and the superheroes. And then we're going to start doing the monthlies. Oh, so fantastic. we have a 16-year-old um, um, female superhero because girls kick ass. <laughs> um, um, uh, you guys um, no applause for that. For that. Come on now. Come on, give it up. <laughs> <laughs> give it up. And um, it's going to be something that it's going to be something that everybody can relate to. If you're three years old or if you're 130 years old, you will be able to pick up a DMC comic book and find something that you can relate to. Just the same way that all of us from generation to generation was able to be attracted to whatever it is. Because if you if y'all don't understand this, we are all products of pop culture. Mm -hmm. Like I said here before you, I am Fred Flintstone. I am the Monsters. I am the Adams Families. I am Huckleberry Hound. I am I Dream a Genie. I am the Jetsons. I am Tony Starks. I am Bruce Wayne. I am Superman. So all of those things allowed me to be successful of whatever I would choose. Cho I don't care if I wasn't rapping. You know what I'm saying? If I was a cook and I was a baker, I'd be the superhero baker because I was inspired of the greatness because... When you look at superheroes, they're really complicated individuals. Yeah. Sure. When yeah, you true. look at those worlds of those superheroes, as powerful as they are, they are all just like us. So it's okay not to be okay because we are all working for the same thing. So when you read my book, we're going to deal with social issues, political issues, religious issues, musical issues, current issues, young issues like the little kid in kindergarten that got problems. I'm going to address that in my comic book. And the 90-year-old man that lives down the block from you, I'm going to address those problems. So it's going to be a universal experience That's that fantastic. will be able to empower all of you the same way that Run DMC and Aerosmith, when, when Steven Tyler took that microphone and knocked down that mm. wall in that Walk This Way video, people said, yo, DMC, that didn't just happen in the video, that happened in the world. So everything that's going to go down in my comic book is going to be something that's going to assist all of us on our journey as we partake in this wonderful life together. Are you sure I, you're not the reverend? I mean, seriously, honestly, this I, is wow. church, man. I was just oh, about yeah. to say, this you, is just, church. you took us to church, and that was the best TED Talk I've ever seen. <laughs> it really was. I mean, no, 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 I'm not a reverend, I'm a superhero. <laughs> That's right, well, I forgot. Here's what I want to say quickly, yes, yes, is yes. that like in the 90s, yeah. I was quick to judge. Uh -huh. I thought people were coming down here and comic books were nonsense, right? right? right. And then a guy worked on a show named Ralph, and he told us, no, no, this is a real thing. Yeah. You should come down and see it. And we came down and we saw people and we saw true inspiration and true yeah, yeah, yeah. friendship. True and happiness. True, true happiness. Everybody here is so happy. Exactly. And 100% changed my mind. From, it's very diverse people from all yes. over the world, all walks of life. And that's the beauty of it. See, you had to come experience how cool comics are. I was stupid. And comics now are I'm cool. not as dumb. Yeah, people, people don't know. <laughs> Look. <laughs> the world does not know that it's the geeks and the nerds are the real gangsters here. <laughs> it ain't the hip-hoppers, it ain't the gangbangers, it ain't the drug dealers, it's not the mob, and it's not the mafia. The geeks and the nerds rule because you got to understand something. We create everything that's cool. We create everything that solves problems. We create everything that people can relate to. There would be no movies up on the big screen in Hollywood if it wasn't for the comic books that they made over 100 years ago. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you that. go. It's because of us.
not Daryl McDaniels 2020. Daryl McDaniels 2020, yes. you guys. Am I right? Yes. Yes. The uh, the in a place to be, and I make comic books just like Stan Lee. What? There it is. I mean, Daryl makes I mean. comics is the imprint. Look for him all over Comic Con. You're welcome on the Kevin and Bean Show any damn time you want. Daryl, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Keep it rocking, y'all. Comics are cool. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. <laughs> Who fell off the stage? <laughs> Who yeah. fell off the stage, Allie? Listen, here's the thing. I just went through the biggest roller coaster of emotions. I wrapped It's Tricky with DMC from Run DMC. And then I fell off the stage going to take a picture with him. Literally <laughs> fell off the stage. But here's the cool part. He said, and I quote, it was like in slow motion, like you were a superhero. <gasps> you guys. Yeah. Best yeah, you, day ever. By the way, you're talking about your joy yeah. um, doing that song with him. Uh -huh. He was thrilled to be doing that song with you as well. It was amazing. That was fantastic. But I will tell you this. Everybody here, so kind. Can I get you an ice pack? What can I do? What can I do? I am so mad because I immediately looked around and Carlos was coming right towards me. Without the camera. Yeah, that he was her first words. He wasn't rolling on it. Her first oh. words were, why is no one taping this? Yeah. Oh. That would have been great. Add to oh, your reel. Everyone's so bummed. Oh. I mean, my leg's broken and my arm's kind of hanging off. But Speaking uh, of uh, speaking of Allie at Comic-Con, uh, Kevin, you and uh, she went to to the floor yesterday. Yes. Which is, uh, you know, what it's all, all about for merchandise and whatnot. Is that a euphemism? Uh, no. And... Uh, I know there's a there's an entire video up at krock.com of you guys interviewing a bunch of people and seeing a bunch of the stuff yep. that's on display and everything like that. My understanding is he did not get off to a great start. Hey, it's Kevin. This is Allie. I have my own mic. She has her own mic. We're at Comic-Con on the floor. Why don't we do that again? I think it was great the way it was. Okay. <laughs> so several minutes of that kind of batter. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we both were holding mics. He introduces himself, then mics me. And I'm like, sure. I think it's relatively clear what I did. <laughs> uh, let me over explain this for one second. So check out the video uh, and a bunch of videos from uh, San Diego's Comic-Con. A Comic -Con. bunch of really fascinating people in cosplay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good times. Oh, for sure. Oh, the guy with the boobs, man. What was going right. on with him? Right? Right? He could move his, his chesticles yeah. in a way that I've never quite seen. Like Terry Crews does with the moving the pecs, yeah. But more so. Yeah, yeah. more. It was, and it was impressive. the fact that when we walked up to him, we thought he was wearing a costume of a chest because he was so ripped. We thought it was an actual, like, flesh-colored costume. He mm -hmm. was just ripped. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of yeah. jealous, Allie, too. Uh, well, A, that he had bigger boobs than me, yeah, but not hard. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, do we have time for yes, any did. kind of what's happening or no? I mean, who cares, really? Right? Because we just peaked and there's no way we could. I mean. It's up to you. I need to go to the ER. Okay. No, I'm totally kidding. You guys, everything's fine. Everything is fine. But I could get, like, workers' comp. And she was like, never from, heard from again. From intercom, I could get, like, workers' comp. Sure. I mean, you got to hurt on the job. There's no question yeah. about that. Like, two, three months, you think? Or? Probably, yeah. How much do you think? How much time? No, how much money? Oh, I don't know. Do they just give you time off, but it's like paid time off? I don't know how I to think figure so. that out. Okay. Bean, how much time did you take off when you fell on your head off the stage? How much uh, time did was, you take well, off? Well, Bean's dumb before he gives his answer. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was my tailbone that got mm -hmm. bruised. But I uh, I mean, I, that happened at 10, 15, and I mm -hmm. was at work the next morning at 5 a.m. So oh, I, I didn't yeah. technically take any time off at all. Yeah, right. so you did it wrong. Okay. He did I did it wrong. do it wrong, um, yes. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we, we really have anything that's cool. For what's happening? For what's happening. Okay. Can I share I mean, the Blink-182 news that just came out, though? Oh, I would love that. If, you, if, if you're interested in hearing about it. Because Absolutely. You know how much we love those guys. They, they were on the Good Morning America summer concert series this morning. Yeah. And they played uh, a number of songs, including Blame It On My Youth and What's My Age Again. But the real reason I bring this up is because Mark Hoppus has revealed officially now the title and due date for the new Blink-182 album, which we have all been very excited waiting for, right? All right. Okay. So the follow-up to California will be out on September the 20th. September okay. 20th, brand new album from Blink-182. The name of the album is Bajmir. Bajmir. The, the name of the album is, is Bajmir. Bajmir. I don't think... I don't think I'm allowed to say what that would spell if you spelled it backwards, but the album mm-hmm. is spelled B O J M I R. Everybody? Oh, love it. Oh, yeah. Love it so much. Uh-huh. It's, and it's so blink. It's so okay. blink. They, yes. Okay. They are still 11, those guys. <laughs> Thank God, right? Bajmir is the name of the album, you guys. Wow. So there you go. That's... You guys all, you guys figured. Yep. Yeah. They got it. Mm-hmm. All right. They got it. All right. Yeah. I, I will do this one story because okay. I think it's important to know. Because a lot of, of us, ki- when we were kids, we'd be like, oh, I wish my parents smoked weed. They'd be so much more chill. Uh, guess what? Smoking weed doesn't make parents more chill when it comes to discipline. It actually makes them more likely to punish their kids. What? The research of 3,000 California parents found that marijuana users were more likely to administer all types of discipline techniques, including timeouts, taking away privileges, and spanking, more so than children of parents that weren't chilling out with their weed. There's something what wrong. A, there's something wrong here. What a bummer! Yeah, there's something wrong. Right? Here. There's some. There's something missing here. That can't be. I don't know. Maybe I'm denying that. Story. Are you overcompensating because you're you're? Oh, I'm so chill. But you know what? You also need discipline. Is <laughs> that what it is? Know. I don't know. I just think it's false. Okay. Yeah. Kevin disagrees with I'm that. I'm just going false. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you like some birthdays today? Please. Shane Dawson, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jared Padalecki, Brian May, and Anthony Edwards. And thank you to TCL, by the way, oh my for making God. all yes. this possible. Thank you. Amazing. Fantastic. Amazing. And love, great love, TVs, love. too, and great sound bars. Agreed. And on your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial-free for all, a random act of help. What is me? SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. One more. Give it another run. On your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial-free for all, hmm. a random act of helpfulness. Me, SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Kevin, Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Get over to me. What's going on? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Kevin, what about Kevin? Kids, if we've learned anything today, it's that your parents are right. Comic books really will rot your mind. We gotta get off the air. Shut it down. Let's go home. You can leave. You can leave right now. Come back if you want. Don't come back. It's okay, too. But if you're not happy, you can leave. I want to see some naked dudes. It's why I built this pool. Is that really it? Bong, bong. Done. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.